Welcome to our makeshift YouTube studio. We didn't plan on it being a makeshift YouTube studio, but this is our hotel room at the Premier Inn near the XL. It looks more like a bang chicka wow wow room. So me and Paul were quite shocked when we came in here. Let me just stick the lights on so you can see Paul. Oh yeah. So this is us going to the tattoo convention to film an episode of that tattoo show. Who's got the longest arm? Good morning. Morning. Welcome to a episode, a new shiny episode of that tattoo show where we are overexposed greatly because we are on the road. The reason why we're winging it and we're doing it and we're going the wrong way is because. Morning. Hi, not bad. I fucked up and. Yeah, there we go. We're going the right way now. I fucked up. And I deleted, uh, I deleted the footage from the podcast the other day. So we are on our way to the big London tattoo show. And we are going to record the podcast there on a Sunday morning. Not a Wednesday evening, isn't it, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday morning, we're going to record the podcast. Um... And hopefully I won't fuck up this time and we won't delete it, so... I was still taking the lens cap off the camera and uh, getting my exposure right. Yes, One of us fucked up. <laughs> he, uh, he didn't give me he didn't give me a one, two, three countdown, but we were doing it. You know, no. I, personally, I would have done this intro in a nicer setting. But um, we, we, we slept in as well. But we slept in, <laughs> so Chris has got all excited and uh, wants to film the intro of this in what can only be described as a building site. Yeah. So um, I, I would have waited until we were somewhere nearer to XL. See, I'm still horribly overexposed. Ah. See, we'd have been undercover then as well. Well, we'll do well, it. You know, Chris, we'll is, Chris is directing this section. We'll try um, it again. it'll get better later. I'm sure my idea will work better. Ah, but, we'll yeah, see. We'll see what happens. I like this little banter that we have. Hi. Yeah, I'm fine. What show are you here for, please? Uh, I'm just going to get me done. Video are not allowed to make it. If you are here for you, have you got any permission for the video making the video? Are I'm getting... carrying a camera, mate. I'm not using a video. I'm just carrying it, mate. I'm just carrying it, mate. Calm down. We're not allowed to film here so in this undisclosed location. I was just saying to yes. Chris that it's funny that we get stopped with cameras for doing something where the, it's a car park, essentially, where, <laughs> where every car going in there has got a, a front-facing camera, rear-facing camera. Yeah. So uh, to what can only I be think described it's... as a, an, an altercation with a renter cop. As you can see, I didn't consent. I'm not one of those kind of people. Well, I don't need... Paul <laughs> identifies a as a camera. <laughs> no, I just identify as an awkward bastard. Yeah, it was funny, though. <laughs> So you're not a real to... policeman, you've got no real authority, you can't tell me what to do now, fuck off. Yeah. What is happening and welcome to a, another episode of that tattoo show. This is our third attempt at recording this, but we are actually recording it live at the big London Tattoo Show. Which is why you might notice that the lighting keeps changing. That's because we're sat in front of a 40-foot high screen and the show is actually filling up behind us. This is also the first time we've ever actually filmed the show at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Because for us, it is actually 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. Uh, so we've never done this before. <laughs> I'm 
just uh, just just to illustrate. Right, there look, we go. Look at that. <laughs> so we've got a great show coming up for you. We I know it's so. great because we've done it three times yeah. already. So um, we've got some news, some comments, yeah. and then uh, we'll probably just um, see what happens at the end of the comments and see where uh, they'll probably kick us off the stage because the show will be starting. Yeah. So we'll get as much as we can done uh, <clears throat> before we get kicked off stage. So it's time for the news. Come on, you got to do a beginning of any of this Chris, you brew! <laughs> What's in the news, mate? <laughs> okay, so one thing that is in the news. I don't know which camera to look at. So one thing that is in the news this week. Switch over to this camera. No, best thing to do is you always look at that one. I'll look at that one because poor old Jay will be having an, an absolute nightmare. But do moment. you know that like, in the so fast show? Stay on this camera. Fa- yeah, okay, we're going to do it in the fast show. I think I need to zoom out and bring my camera focus. Oh, fuck it. Leave it as that. Let's move it in closer. Yeah. We'll I make s- it up as we go along. I know it's be because fine. I'm closer to that one and further away from that one. Anyway. This weekend, during the fast show, yeah. and he goes, nice. Nice. <laughs> That's what do. Okay, so what I noticed in the news is the French tattoo artist organization is filing a compensation in court for financial damages of the reach restriction. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. We're, we're causing a bit of a stir now, yeah. so having a photograph taken as well. So, so what this is saying? not weirdly, this is not the weirdest thing I've ever done. No, it's not. I've seen him do much weirder much things weirder with things. massive dildos. With- <laughs> uh, so what they're saying is they're asking to take legal action over tattoo inks. They said if such attacks on our freedom. <laughs> to do business are indeed possible it's also because we did not immediately measure the scope of the regulation when it was published amidst the Covid crisis with its share of decisions and debates any other subject had no chance of making a public case so I think in a nutshell what they're trying to say is you made these restrictions during a pandemic we didn't have any chance or any way of uh, conversing, conversing yeah. with you and, and, and letting you know that you know what you're doing is going to fuck well, us up. Well, they railroaded the, yeah. the, the European tattooists. They, they, yeah. They've steamrolled them. And I I think this might be the first of a number oh. of, of, of cases like this where people go, look, you've done this. It's not worked. It's, it's cost us money. Like, you've got to sort it out. Do you know what? I've just had a really good idea for a tattoo shirt. Yeah? Make tattooing safe again. Fuck reach regulations. We should make that one. As In case you don't know, we've got merch. If you go into the community yeah. tab... Well, yeah on YouTube you can find .co.uk and .com this links is like to all of the shirts like. I feel like I'm, in, I'm absolutely in a rave it's, it's a really big screen to be right in front of actually it's the biggest telly ever but it's better than where we were earlier it certainly is <laughs> so moving on because we, we, we do have to uh, move along with this a little bit we don't yeah. have the normal thing because we have actually got a time restriction on this one I've got a little bit of music news for you that I think is really exciting that came up on my radar. Uh, John Carpenter is bringing out and he's reimagining his classic movie themes in a new anthology. So uh, the the anthology is is entitled Anthology 2, 78 to uh, 76 to 88, and the track listing is going to be. Let me see. I'm going to zoom this in because I can't read that there. Uh, this will be reimagined um, theme tunes. His theme tunes reimagined uh, with his son and his godson. 
Uh, and so this will be new versions of Halloween, Escape from New York, The Fog, Halloween 3, Big, Big Trouble in Little China. That sounds good. They Live, The Thing, Prince of Darkness, Christine, Starman, Firestarter, and many more. Um, and it's coming out uh, in October, so you can have it on in the studio, all the classic horror movie themes playing for Halloween. So that'd yeah. be really good. If you're a John Carpenter fan, he's a director and a musician, did all the he did all the soundtracks for a lot of his movies, uh, and I thought it was great. In another piece of amazing news, uh, which has got nothing to do with music, the German cabinet have approved plans to legalise cannabis for recreational use. Get in Germany, it's about time. Another reason to go to Berlin. Uh, so the legislation <laughs> would allow adults to possess up to 25 grams, which is 0.9 of an ounce of cannabis, and grow plants for personal yeah. use. The bill still needs to be approved by lawmakers in the German parliament who returned from their summer break on September 4th. So more yeah. on that uh, in the coming months. And I think, I think, I think that's that for the news. It's time for your comments. Fuck I. As you can imagine, we are literally making this up as we go yeah. along. Um, we're not going to record the conversation that we've tried to record twice uh, because we've decided to ditch it. Maybe, maybe it was the universe telling yeah, us yeah. that we shouldn't be speak we shouldn't be talking about stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, we decided to go a different route. And so, the rest of this episode will be made up of us chatting about your comments from the last two videos. Yeah. So I'm going to read them out, and then me and Chris are going to have a little chat about each one. So in the first one. Kamitz1899 said, Hello. Nice new den, Paul. Thanks very much. I do it's love it. Sex Dungeon, though. Sex Dungeon. Uh, I would love a social media show, please. I have the love-hate relationship with it. Knowing it's necessary, but I find it so hypocritical at times that I just don't care about it. We created a website not long ago to build a presence without the light count. Um, thanks for the colour theory. Uh, any chance you guys will be uh, the, at the Berlin Tattoo Convention? So, we'll answer the Berlin thing first. There's a, there is a chance that next year... Yes, next year. ...we will be, uh, hopefully, doing a thing uh, where we go and visit Cheyenne because we've been invited, and then maybe do the Berlin convention, do the same kind of coverage that we do for some of the conventions. Uh, we'll almost certainly be in Germany at some point next year, so that's good. Uh, and the colour theory will literally be on as we're recording this, so glad you're looking forward to that one. And I think there's enough people asked about this social media stuff that I think that I'm going to make another but you uh, know classes in session episode of how to get through it without losing your soul. You know what I, I mean? I, just just off the off the top of that, I think you know when it comes to social media and just like online presence in itself, from doing what we're doing with this channel, I, I, I'm 100% certain on you've just got to be. Yourself, you've got to be. Absolutely. You've got to Absolutely. present the authentic version of you. So, like, like for example, like we are us. We this is how we are all the time. Like people have come on to us in tattoo shows and gone like, oh my god, like you literally are fucking who you are. Like. But while I adjust the camera, imagine if I if I was doing the the kind of thing that you would expect to have from a you know a tattoo vlogger. So that camera's just not straight. So I just want to do that. Yeah. So um, you know. For any of the, those of you who've met me in real life, you'll, you'll know that this is pretty much what you get. So yeah. imagine if on the show I was like, hi guys, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. And then you met me and I was just this dour brummy. Yeah. 
you know. You'd rather meet him as a fucking miserable old fucker. Well, I mean, that's just how it works. <laughs> and that's right? when you know he's like. But the thing is, I can't be anything more than that. <laughs> but and I think after is. a while, I wouldn't be able to sustain it. So I'd be playing a role. Yeah. And, you know, and that becomes very fake. It's very bad for your mental health as well, which is 100%. really important to mention. If you're playing a role on social media, you've got to, you've play got that to role keep all it up. Yeah, it's like, and that's that's not very good for you. You know, you you, you can't. It, it's like, have you ever seen? Um, have you ever seen a film called The Prestige? It's yes. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. And and the idea, like, without spoiling it, is yeah. like you have to play that role yeah. all the time. You can never and drop that character. You know, as a detriment yeah. to your life. Yeah. Um, so don't don't do that. But, so my first, the, you know, our first yourself. piece of advice would with your social media is just be you and then I'll do an episode that helps you make you like a bit more awesome using the algorithm and some hashtags and stuff like that. I think it depends what you want to portray online as well. It depends what you want out of it as well. So the other thing is to decide on your goals before you start, like I said the other way. I got two pages. Decide your goals. So I I got two Instagram pages. One, I don't really give a fuck about. And that is like a portfolio page. I don't care how many followers or subscriber followers yet I've got. But what I'll do is like, I'll just post like lots of tattoos on there. And then I've got like my main Instagram, which I've had for years, which I yeah. built up a following on. I just but, realized we've actually, we're actually answering one of the other comments. So we'll carry on talking yeah. about social media. It's from Nargling that says, social media is a nightmare for me. I struggle with consistency because I have no idea what to post when I have no work. And there's all sorts of stuff you need to pay attention to, like captions, hashtags, posting, reels, oh, etc. ChatGPT, fucking. So yes, ChatGPT is great for. for I will include that because that's really useful for creating those little snippets. Because yeah. I have that when you go, you know, if you're posting like you go, oh, it's got to be short and snappy. Uh, what can I say, you know? And you don't want to just, re- you know, yeah. just put up this is for Dave, you know, that kind of but, thing. But like the good thing about ChatGPT is like what you can do is you can type in kind of like what you've got in your mind, and then ask ChatGPT to rewrite it as a as an engaging Instagram post. Yeah. yeah. And, and what and what it will do is it will add hashtags. Like you could go in and like remove certain aspects of it um, and change it so it's a little bit more like how you want, but. It definitely helps. Like yeah. I've had, I've had a sure. lot more engagement on posts that I've used ChatGPT on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think because it, <coughs> it, it is con- configured, so there's loads of good tools that you can use like that. Because the other thing is that the social media adds to us is another bloody job that we've got to do. Yeah. And it becomes a chore. The moment it becomes a chore, you're not going to enjoy it. So you're not, not going to want to do it. So I'll, I'll include in that some stuff about how to automate some of it and get it happening for you. Because there's loads of cool little tricks that you can do for that. So moving on, the unknown tattooist said, my opinion from watching on and reading social media is that tattoo awards divide the tattoo community, not bring it together. I, I think know, that's can I just, I'm going to jump in first and then we'll, yeah. because I actually was comparing the awards here at London yesterday. And what I, what I really like about the award system, and I really would like to see this adopted en masse by the tattoo industry, is what, what they've done here is they give each judge a token for each category, and there's no criteria. There's a loose criteria if it's got to be black and grey or colour. And then each judge is allowed to award their token to their favourite tattoo based on their own criteria. So you don't have to do marks out of yeah, 10, yeah. marks out of like 10. That. You just go, I like that one for the reasons I like it. Yeah. That's that. And I think 
that allows the judge to truly judge a tattoo and go, I'm going to... Because, it, like, you would make a judge and you, if you wanted to judge things on their technical... Yeah, yeah. So we might disagree, but we don't have to worry about it because we can go, well, I'll vote for that one, you vote for that one. And, it, and it's good, it works. No, I, I, I think the divide... Like, I, I honestly think that the, the divide with the, you know, with, with artists on awards and so on, I think a lot of that stems from jealousy. You do get people that will see another artist and go, oh my God, how the fuck did that win where my tattoos are so much better? Yep. And then you'll have another artist will turn around and go, and, and, and this is taken from like the Cheshire show. Like some one, one of the one of the artists, like they spent two days on a palm-sized tattoo. Now in their head, they may have gone, I spent two days on that tattoo. How come that didn't win? How come a tattoo that took 45 minutes won and my two-day piece didn't win? And yeah, exactly. But then when you look at it from a, from a judge's perspective, it's the fact that it took two days for you to do a palm-sized tattoo is one of the reasons why you didn't win. And also, but you get that they did jealousy. not like your tattoo. You have to remember, they just like somebody else's tattoo yeah. a little bit better for their own reasons. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, that's their reasons. You ain't got to worry about but it, But I right? think that's where the jealousy comes from. It's like, yeah. in their oh, I should have won, I didn't win. Yeah, because yeah. I spent that much time. I, you put all the effort in, and it's just like, sometimes, too much effort is counterproductive. Yeah. And there's no need to be jealous. But I think the jealous, I think there's definitely a jealousy factor to, to yeah. it. So the next question is from... Zexky Santa, Santa 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 Claus Santa I give in I give in Santa Gala yes Santa Gala we might have said it wrong that's, I've got to have got that wrong we are, no we, they should call us Chris and Paul the name butcherers yeah the name we, butcherers we will welcome butcher to that tattoo your... show where your name never sounded like this and if <laughs> we can't say your name we will just call you we'll Dave we'll just call you Dave because that's all we can do so this week's message um, is from Dave so the message, it's a long message, but I'll just do the, the bit that's, uh, that we want to answer is, I have a question. My question is this. In the future, is there any chance you will bring the channel to the channel more people from the industry? Yes. Yes. In fact, what we're doing straight after this is we're going to go and try and do an interview, if he's, he's still available, with Joe Capabianco. So I'm very, very excited about that and hoping to, uh, hoping to make that happen. And I've been talking to people all weekend about, come on the show, just come on the show. I think a lot of tattooists just are scared to approach us because they don't think they're famous enough or something. And we'll go, you're nobody. And we're actually, fucking nobody. We're nobodies. We'll talk to anybody. We but to be care. fair, I was very shocked yesterday, right? <laughs> I'm like fucking standing here chatting to one of my mates from South Wales. And uh, there's like one of the American guys from Allegory. Just like, he's like, oh, you're Chris from that tattoo show. And I'm like... How? Like, how? I am, yeah. yeah. I'm like, how the fuck? And then I was just like, that's fucking mental. I was, I was just talking to my mates Dave Corden and Dan Chase around the corner. I've been, looking, I've been looking for them all day yesterday. I couldn't find them, so I found them this morning had a coffee with them and forgot to bring Chris's coffee back. And um, I need coffee, I need coffee. We're, yeah, we're, it's right there. We'll get we'll get somebody to get it for us. But the, it was really funny chatting about that. And, you know, it, it's just... I was saying to him like at some point in the last 12 months I've stopped being Paul and become Paul from That Tattoo Show I, which is it, yeah, it's weird. still a bit weird you know, like, does that mean we're YouTubers now? oh don't start with that let's I, move I, I'd on I'd rather let's, be a, let's I'm not a, start with I'm that we're tattoo tubers tattoobers 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 yeah we're gonna have to have a fucking uh, a warning on the front of this video if you've got epilepsy 
epilepsy warning on this video, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we might have to. We might have to have an epilepsy warning, you know what I mean? <laughs> so Wednesday 7791 says maybe a judge's choice award would fill the artistic role. Okay. Make it so that it can't be another winner. I have an answer to that. Hope to see you at the Isle of Wight convention. Come on then. They're all judges' choice. They are. Yeah, they are all judges' choice awards, technically. But yes, we will see you at the Isle of Wight yes. convention. Um, if the if the last two conventions are anything to go by, um, then what we get up to is just going to get dafter and dafter. Yeah. It seems to be. We like literally the sound guy here is lovely. Came back from having the the bathroom break, and we turned up and just put a couch in the middle of the stage, pointing the wrong way. And he's like, "What are you doing?" They're all good sports here, and they're really, they're really, really okay. They've been lovely to us, except for the security and oh, idiots. As you might have seen in the intro of this, because I was, I think I was rolling on it. But we will be at the Isle of Wight, hopefully doing more of this and bringing you more and more daft content. Yeah. Um, let us know what we're not showing you at the conventions that you'd like to see, right? Because what we'll do then is we'll try and, yeah, we'll, try yeah, and we'll try and cover that kind of stuff because. We're filming the shit we want to look at, but if there's something you want to see, then, you know, like, let us know in the comments down below. And while you're down there, hit the subscribe button and hit the bell and yeah. all that sort of stuff, you know. Right, Bad Crow. You can read that if you want. You have read one, yeah? I know, fuck yeah. you Congrats, know. <laughs> uh, guys, on your achievement. You shiny bastards. I believe yes. tattoo machines are already considered a medical device in veterinary clinics. So, I wasn't sure what um, country that comes from. Because I don't think they're considered vet medical devices in English veterinary clinics. We'd have to check on that. But that's really interesting if they're already no, considered but no, but medical. The, but this is the thing though, it's not about, I, I think people are getting confused as to what, what they mean. I, I, it's not, the classification of a medical device is, is all to do with the standard on how it's made. Right, so just to clear it up, this isn't, it's a, it's a, a, a standard of manufacture. It's a ISO manufacturing standard. One, three, four, eight, it's not five. how it looks or performs or what it does. It's a manufacturing standard. So it would appear that, it, that what they're saying is all these devices, now this could include coil machines. We date that, but it could. It could include coil machines that are made to a, medical, to a particular standard. You know what I mean? Mm. So don't be confused that all of a sudden your machines are going to turn into weird tattoo pens or, I mean, they already have to be fair, but even weirder tattoo pens. But it's, it actually means that they're just manufactured to a yeah. standard. It it's not the performance of them or the look, it's the manufacture. Yeah. It's like when I, when I give the example on the video, it's like a bedpan that you piss in. Yeah can be made medical to a medical standard. So do you think that means that in veterinary clinics, you couldn't walk in with a coil machine but at the moment, but you could walk in with a Cheyenne machine if you were doing a tattoo on a dog? Because sometimes they get you to put the, the, yeah, the I think numbers they, in the I, I think they use the, the, I think they, from what I've seen, they use like the cosmetic fucking, yeah. you know, micro... It would, you know, that would make more sense. Yeah, so it probably would be like But again, it would, I would imagine because MT manufactured the machines to that standard, they probably yeah. do the... the you know, the, yeah, those, people, the devices. Yeah, Frank Montoya8838 oh. said that would be a carnival. Having a spot where the artists could go for seminars and be able to do podcasts while they're tattooing. That would be. That would be. It would be amazing. And I found a place. Yes. I found a place. And uh, if anybody wants to give me £7,000 a year 
for the year. I'll get it. We are trying to uh, we are trying to secure <laughs> some sponsorship for uh, for an idea that Chris has had that we chatted about. I think is a really good idea where we could make that space happen, and you guys could come and get seminars, lessons. Um, you know. Uh, see a bunch of cool stuff, hang out, do you know gallery showings, do do tattoos and work from there and stuff like that. Stay tuned. Uh, you bear with us on that one. That's going to take us a minute to figure that out. And buy when I say merch. a minute, that could take us a year or two. So buy some merch, give buy, us some tips. Yeah, buy some buy some merch. We need seven thousand pounds worth of tips, yeah, okay. and then we can get it. We need seven grand in tips. Yeah. By the way, to all the super fans out there that thank do you. tip us, thank you so much. We massively, massively appreciate it. I'm glad you're getting something out of the channel enough to give us money for doing this. We really but we appreciate need seven you. Grand. But in all fairness, <laughs> please don't feel pressured to give us seven thousand pounds. Well, but if you if you happen to own a massive tattoo company, drop us an email yeah. and we'll do something. Become um, a channel sponsor. Become a channel sponsor. Yeah, uh, you can if do you the sponsors for the year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We'll do a deal. <laughs> this is Chris going, I really want this building. I, <laughs> I want it. I want to spit. I, 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 I agree with you, mate. It would be really good. Do you know when you've got a dream? But I just up, guess, I, I, like I guess artists I come know, down and tattoo. Right. And... Uh, okay, so user UT4Y. I mean, that's going to be changed as soon as they've up the name. Uh, enjoyed this episode. Paul, I do lots of dot work. What you're saying about using just black is spot on. Uh, I, I do agree with Chris with the patches they will go to a blob I think how people look after tattoos uh, after their tattoos too moisturising your skin uh, helps as I've always done now so the part of that comment that I want to pick up on is the stuff that the client does to their skin before you tattoo yeah. them can have a big factor oh you've you got to be hydrated and you know like I had a conversation with somebody whose client drank two litres of water like I think every day in the week running up to the convention yeah. moisturised all that sort of stuff and their tattoo which was a three day full sleeve full collar healed perfectly no touch ups because they were in great shape yeah. they were healthy they were taking vitamins and so I think there's a, there's a little there's a lot of those factors but yeah you're absolutely you're absolutely right we were talking in the episode in case you haven't seen it I was talking about the difference between my neck and my wife's Wait, hand look at that so, yeah but look how much it's all gone together yeah that's uh, that is going to be 13, 14 year old tattoo. Yeah. You know, I need to look into dot work because uh, I think there's going to be a bunch of dot work in the uh, future of my artwork. I was I was talking to a couple of people about this dot, weekend. Dot work, it's yeah, but not like dot work is done. Imagine if David Carson did dot work. Yeah. You know, I didn't just go like one step further. By the way, for the person who asked on the channel, who's your favourite artist? David Carson is my favourite artist. Instead of uh, instead of. Uh, Dot working it like hand poking it, dart poking. Yeah. Just stand here with a little bit of darts and just. You'd have to be really good at darts, but just. Dart poking. No, so I've, I've kind of fallen in love with um, black tattooing. Nice. You know, and um, and I think I want to, but I want to approach it as oh. me. Like I don't want to just, you know, become a dot work tattooist. I want to be. I want to be. I'm still want to be a graphic designer and do it as a graphic designer, so that you know the patterns will be graphic designer patterns and stuff like that. You know, it's about, sometimes it's about. Um, taking an idea and going, that's good, but I can add my voice to that conversation, yeah. right? I don't want to suddenly be doing, you know, mandalas, oriental mandalas. I want to go, no, I'll make mandalas out of, you know, in Illustrator, out yeah. of digital textures and stuff, which is, that's inspiration, not copying. I, like, if you want to hear me talk more,
more about that because I do a lot of that when I'm inspired by stuff and then do my thing with it. If you want to know how I navigate that and avoid the, oh, I've seen this, I became i got to find something. Then, yeah, you can show. I'll talk to you about that. Because there's a big difference between inspiration. Like, I've been inspired by the, the modern black works out here. And I really want to chase that down, but I'll always chase it down as myself. You know, I won't suddenly become another like something completely different. So if you if you want me to do a piece on that, I definitely can. We know about tattoo styles. Yeah. Like obviously being in the UK, uh, this this style isn't that prevalent. Yeah. And I was I was like doom scrolling um, Instagram the other day, and I found I come across a tattooist. I can't find his name now. Um, is this him? Aaron, so there's a, there's a person in America called Aaron Davis Tattoos, right? And they do, check out this style, man, it's fucking amazing. It is, it's Afro, Afro-Americana. Oh, wow, so like, you know, like, like American traditional. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Oh, that's brilliant. Like, yeah, so that's a great example of somebody going, right, I love American traditional, but that's not actually part of my culture. culture. I think so what I'll do is I'll take amazing. that and then I'll add my cultural stuff into it yeah. and start that. And I I'll, think that's we'll amazing. A, we'll put a link down below yeah. and we'll bang some of his pictures up. Because but. in all honesty, all art is fusion, right? All yeah. music is fusion, food is fusion. And so, it, you know, it's standing work. And I, I hate to think what the, uh, the you know, the internet uh, woke brigade will think of it, but that's, that. a, that's a conversation I don't want to have. That. But that's amazing. Look at that. It's fucking cool as fuck, like. But that's why that's why all artists need to embrace fusion. Oh, I love take, it. Take inspiration and go. I love that. This is my. This is where I'm from and, and my thing. So I'm going to do my thing within that. And yeah. I think that's that's a it's, great it's, great example of inspiration rather than just copying. I, I, which is you know. I love the better. simplicity. I just it's aesthetically that it's clean work. Looks lush. Looks amazing. I guess because this is, you know, I'm aware that this we're going to get kicked off this stage in a little bit. I suppose we could cut I'm this about, short. I'm about to have an epileptic fit. I'm afraid if yeah. that flashing light continues. Short, um, sweet. I think we'll keep this week's uh, short and sweet. It'll be it'll probably be the shortest episode that yeah. we've done for a good while. Um, but maybe there'll be some uh, some other content on later today. Who knows? No. So uh, we'll see what we can uh, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. But uh, as we said, told you at the beginning, this is because uh, we, I fucked up. Yeah. Well, you know, shit happens, right? You know, uh, no I blame. Take full responsibility. I fucked up. Full responsibility. I fucked up. But maybe it was the universe saying this conversation don't need to happen. To be fair, so I you were ultimately. This, I was having a rant, and also this is a better episode. Yeah. And so what we're going to do is we're going to stand up and stand out the way, and uh, we're going to let you take a quick look as we uh, as we roll to the outro. Should we just like move the bed? No, we're just going to we're just going to move, and you can see the empty couch in front of the London Tattoo Convention. While I say to you, don't forget, tell the lawyer, tell the judge, tell the priest. But this has been that tattoo show. I've been Paul. And I've been Chris. And this the London Tattoo Convention. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Ah. Ta-ra. Mm.